Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Hey, what's up? It's Anthony Prophets, a.k.a. Tony Hellepade, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. Alright, so we got Anthony Prophets off the porch with us today, man. What it do? What it do? How you feeling today, man? I'm feeling pretty good. Blessed and free. I'm doing alright. There you go, man. Uh, what else are you working on here in Atlanta during this trip, man? Uh, this is an in and out trip to Super Bowl weekend, so I came, I flew in to come do this with y'all, and I'm flying right out. I'm going to go to Tampa. Okay. What do you got planned in Tampa? Shit, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> the Super Bowl, you know. I, you going you know, to the game? I, or you I just got, going? you know, all the balls got to be at all the events, you know, Super Bowl, uh, All-Star Weekend, anything going on. You know, it's COVID, so it ain't what it need be, but, you yeah. know, where you know where, wherever the elite is at, I got to be there, you know. Okay. A real campaign right now. I feel you on that, man. So, yeah, you'll be right back in a few weeks for the All-Star there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, actually, it was supposed to be in Indianapolis this year. And due was to it really? Yeah, they, they switched it. It's crazy. Right when we supposed to get it, they... <laughs> they snatch I mean? it back and from yeah, you. Yeah, they done finesse it. So we got to wait a couple more years before it come to the crib, though. But, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, um, originally from Indianapolis, though, Correct. right? Yep, Indianapolis, okay. Indiana, East Side, 46218. Okay. Yep, Trey Deuce. So does the east side differ from the rest of the city, or is it pretty much the same stuff going on? I mean, you know, uh, in every city, you know, it's a culture in the city, but, you know, east side is definitely different than the other sides of town, for sure. Okay. Yep. How so? Uh, <clears throat> the difference from east side and other other sides in town, I think uh, 
east sides are got, you know, not in a bad way, but I think east side is a little bit more finesse to them. It's sales reps on the east side, basically, you know. <laughs> you know, the sales reps come from the east side. You know, west side, a little bit more gangster. South side, you know, they got their own little style. You know, north side is more the suburbs. East side is, you know, because west side and east side is very ghetto for sure, but east side is a, it's, it's more sales reps, east side. West side, a little bit more gangster. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your childhood like growing up there? Horrific. Hmm. Yeah, I'm son of a sting. You know, I was raised, you know, and, you know, my, uh, I had, I had no things in my family. So, you know, coming up early, it, it was rough, you know, so, uh, I learned a lot early and, um, I wouldn't change it for the world though, you know, cause it helped me, you know, it prepped me for the man I am today. And I could see bullshit a mile away, you know, from how I was raised, you know. <laughs> When you when you got your dad that upon your car and steal from you, it's hard for another motherfucker to finesse you, you know. You know, so really, I got seasoned early, without wanting to be seasoned. Yeah. <clears throat> well, what'd you say is one of the biggest life lessons you had to learn? Um, the biggest life lesson that I learned, like, what do you mean, like in indie or in general? Just in general, could be anywhere. Uh, the any biggest time. life lesson I've learned is to stay God fearing and be humble. That's, that's about the bigger lessons I learned. And outside of that, uh, pay your taxes. <laughs> that's yeah, a big one. The, the IRS is real. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and um, no one can take the IRS to court. You get in trouble with the feds, you might be able to you might be able to go to the Supreme Court and fight it. That IRS, boy, ain't no court for IRS. I learned that the hard way. Pay your taxes. Oh shit. <laughs> yep. That's what a few things I learned. Yeah. You live in the bay now? Yeah, I'm, I'm currently CCP, you know what I'm talking about? It's cross-country pivot, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm a little bit everywhere. I'm here, I'm there, you know, I'm okay. everywhere. Wherever I need be, you know what I mean? But I'm everywhere. You know what I mean? I'm originally from Indianapolis, but, you know, I'm in Indianapolis. I'm in Bay half the year. Uh, I went to school in Mississippi. Shout out Jackson State. Uh, I'm here all the time. We in Atlanta right now. You know, I love Houston. I'm out there all the time. Uh, Miami, and you know, and uh, shout out to my people out there in Coney Island and Brooklyn. You know, that's home for me, too, so. I'm a little bit everywhere. Properties everywhere. A little bit everywhere. Okay. Yeah. What'd you study at Jackson State? Marketing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, marketing grad. Okay. How would you describe your time there in college? Uh, it was great. You know, uh, coming from India, I didn't know about no HBCUs. So, you know, going out there, you know, it was just was a culture shock. But that, you know, Jackson State taught me about society and civilians, you know, how the real world works, you know, where I came from in India. Everybody was so street oriented, you know, I didn't know nothing about, you know, getting a job, you know, having a career and, you know, networking and relationships. I didn't know nothing about none of that at first, you know. So college really taught me that and, you know, how to set goals, business goals and, you know, really how to be a grown man. So I, I learned a lot of Jackson. I'm always going to be in debt to them. OK, that's yep. what's up, man. So what brought you out to the bed then? Uh, we on a hedge fund. So uh, on a hedge fund and uh Silicon Valley is, you know, where a lot of venture capitalists is at and some of my peers in the business is. So, you know, I just went out there, to, you know, to kind of, you know, rub elbows with those that was doing what I was doing and learn more and study, you know. So, uh, you know, that would let me to go out to the Bay and also in the Texas area as well, too. You know, because okay. a lot of people's leaving Silicon Valley going out to Texas. But uh, my peers in my genre of business, my main form of business is out in the Bay. So that what made us gravitate out there. Yeah. How'd you get into that? Oh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I got into that by 
really, um, I started with when at a point, you know, with my marketing firm, we were selling uh, credit card terminals and ATM machines. And then uh, when we was doing that, you know, some of the business owners that, you know, I was coming across, I start seeing that a lot of them were starting their businesses due to good business credit or they had investors. And then, you know, also I franchise businesses as well. And then I was a lot of times like, dang, it's like, how are they getting this funding? And then from, you know, once you chase the money, you really see where the source is. And from that, I start to learn that a lot of people were using investment groups. Mm-hmm. And then I started studying investment firms. And after that, you know, I was like, damn, okay, I need to start one. And I tell you something too, I start watching this show called American Greed. Okay, it's a good show. <laughs> American Greed, I was like, damn, all these guys, they get the money, but they all be messing up the money or do some, you know, they do some, you know, wrong by the money. So I was like, damn, like, how they keep getting the money, you know? And then I start really seeing like, they're all, oh, they got investment firms, they're doing edging. So then from that and mixed with, you know, with the business I was already doing, I kind of put the two together and be like, okay, that's who got the real bag. You know, it ain't the guy on the street. You know what I mean? It ain't even the ball player. You know what I mean? Cause some of the owners of the teams is getting money from venture capitalists to do their investments. So I was like, okay, that's who really run it, you know, outside of the bank. It's the venture venture capitalists. So, you know, that what led me to, you know, start doing my own research. And excuse my voice. <clears throat> I've been up all night. You know what I mean? I ain't even <laughs> to sleep. You know, I left last night, jumped on the plane, came straight out here. So oh, I'm, I'm fatigued a little bit. Nah, you good, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So music wise, though, when mm-hmm. did you start making music? When did this journey start for you? Uh, it's been a minute. I've been doing it for a while now, you know. Uh, and at one point, I was kind of like giving up as an artist. I was like, hey, I'm going to start managing artists. And after managing artists, it was like, you know, they all didn't, they was missing things. Like either they couldn't travel, they didn't have a budget, or, you know, they just weren't serious, you know, and didn't understand that this is a business. So I was like, you know what? The hell with it. I'm going to go ahead and just show them I know what to do. So I just went full throttle as an artist myself. Okay. And just, you know, just kind of re-kicked it back up. So this campaign right now. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. And I want to show that for the artists that I'm getting ready to sign, like, hey, I know where to go. I know what to do. You know what I mean? I know what producers to get. I know the mixing and mastering platforms like this. You know what I mean? So I'm just more, exp- this is more so of getting my music out, but it's also for those that's coming behind me so they'll be able to listen. Because, you know, it's, we in a show me time, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to get an artist and tell them, hey, do this, do this, do this. And they ain't seen you do it, you know? So I was like, you know, let me kick the door in and then I'm going to bring my other artists to come in through the window, through the door. And, you know, we'll, you know, we get to running it like that. Yeah. Yeah. But the music, I've been doing it for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Also as a, as a ghostwriter too. Really? So I'm saving my songs. You know, a lot of guys are mad, but I ain't, I ain't sending them to the majors <laughs> no more. I'm keeping it for us right now. You know, how'd you get into that? Uh, trying to hustle, you yeah. know, I always, you know, try to be, have a diversified portfolio, you know, and, uh, with the music, I seen like, Hey, the, the guys got budgets, you know, the guys is already on a major. You know, I got a hot record, but, you know, I don't have the budget as a major at that time. So it's like, hey, let me solicit these, these materials to these type of artists, you know, and then it just kind of went from there. 
you know, and then, uh, you know, after you get something placed and, you know, boys come back and then you share, you know, the writers buy the Faris, the rappers rent them, you know, so I just kind of dived in here first on that. Yeah, I feel that, man. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the rap game right now? Uh, so it's, it's over. It's two things, you know. Uh, it's oversaturated. I think everybody want to be a rapper right now. You know what I mean? Uh, I think it's, I think it's very oversaturated. But it's also a good time too, though, because it don't matter what music you make. There's someone that is interested in the genre that you make. You know, so you know in streaming time, I think this is the some of the best money ever in music right now. You know, so many platforms that you can make money from from streaming. And, you know, everybody got a playlist, you know, nobody's just bumping one whole album. You know, my song might come on, then another artist song may come on, you know, so it's a good time to for you to throw things out there and see what sticks. So, you know, from a business standpoint, I think it's a very lucrative time. But from a lover of hip hop, it's kind of oversaturated. It's a lot of guys that sound the same, you know what I mean? Mm. That's why I try to make sure on my records that I give my all and try to be the best me I can be. Because a lot of guys that sound the same, even from different regions. You got guys from the north that sound like from the south. You got guys from the west that sound from like they from somewhere else. You just don't know where guys from no more. You know, it's just everybody sound the same. So I think that's a great thing for me, giving me an opportunity to, you know, really jump in the game and then, you know, uh, put a stamp on it right now. But it, but it is oversaturated, though. Yeah. Yeah. What's the message in your in your music? Uh, the message of my music is I'm the businessman that so happen to rap, you know, <laughs> like uh, I'm a businessman first, you know. So for me, you know, I'm not playing around, you know, I, I, I'm making investments and I'm focused on my ROI, you know, the return on my investment, you know. So, you know, a lot of guys will be playing around. So you listen to my music, you know, you can close your eyes and you can see Eastside Indy, but you also can get educated as well. You know, you'll be able to see like, hey. You know, and definitely through my Instagram, you'll be able to see it. You know, I'm not just in the studio all night all day. I'm a father. You know, I'm doing real estate. You know, I'm franchising businesses, uh, running a hedge fund. You know, uh, I do a lot of different things. And hopefully for some artists, they can look at me and be like, okay. Because at one time I was ignorant to the game. I'm like, yo, somebody going to come sign me. You know, I'm not going to go get a job. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to make the best raps in the world. And somebody going to come knock on my door and save my life. That's not going to happen, you know, so you got to treat this like a business. It is music business, you know, and the business of music is something that needs to be studied. So, you know, from when I speak, when I open my mouth and when you listen to my music, a guy should be able to pick that up. You know, that's that's the message in mind, you know, because everything ain't for everybody. You know, don't don't be ignorant. Be like, hey, I'm going to chase this rap dream and you letting your lights get cut off or, you know, you're just a sucker sitting on the couch. You know, what I mean, you got to. With me, it's financial freedom, global prosperity, and, you know, integrity and, you know, and, and business with me. That's like the name profits. Yeah. And given name, you know what I mean? It's profits as in revenue, but I'm also becoming a profit, too, the more I move forward. You know, and I didn't pick that, but through my music, you'd be able to pick that up. You know what I mean? Yeah. What would you say is one of the biggest mistakes upcoming artists make? Not having a business right. Not understanding the power of uh, copyrights, ISRC codes, not knowing about 
uh, publishing, not knowing about the lawyers, what you need your lawyer for, not having a marketing strategy, not 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 setting a long term goal. Because a lot of guys just be like, hey, I just want to rap and this is what I'm doing. But they don't have a 36 month goal, an 18 month goal, you know, what I mean, mapped out like any small business. You got to have a business plan, you know, and you got to be like, hey, this is my marketing strategy. This is how I'm trying to advertise my brand. You know, this is our initial investments. This is, you know, what we're trying to see. This is, you know, projecting where we want to be over time. You know, and with the music, a lot of guys don't do that. This is like, yo, give me some beats and I'm just about to rap. I got to be the best rapper. Which is great. I get that as as a, as a true MC. I feel I am. I get that. But a lot of guys don't understand the the business, and a lot of them are making those mistakes. I see a lot of guys that have great music but don't have no business, and that's the biggest mistake. You know, in anything you do, I think you should always uh, study the consequences of what comes with what you're doing. It's like the street. You know, if you know, if you're going to go get a somebody's going to give you X amount of drug or whatever, you need to know the consequences that come with that. Just because you could be like, damn, I'm going to make X, Y, Z. But what if you get caught? You know, there's a lot to come with that. Same thing like with your music, like, damn, you want to rap. But what if you get in a situation and that producer didn't tell you that what the splits are? Or what if you get in a situation, you get a deal and you're like, you've seen a thousands of times guys get these deals and they famous and broke. Because they didn't know that, hey, you know, you're going to get an advancement, but they're going to recoup that back a thousand times before you can make pennies on the dollar. You know, so I think a lot of guys going to be educated business wise. And that mistake is happening a lot. And hopefully through me, you know, a lot of guys will start getting their stuff together. That's real right there. Yeah. See it every day, man. Every single day. You know, somebody always all the time, even from. Your, your ISRC codes from your your copyrights to uh, it's a lot, you know, even like the BDS, you know, how your stuff get on the radio, how you get your points, you know, how BMI, how ASCAP work. A lot of guys don't be knowing, you know, and uh, even like with contracts, you know, from your distribution or things like that. Guys don't even be knowing. Sometimes they just run to a catapult, run the tune cord, don't even know the behind the scene of what come with it. A lot of guys upload on a, a SoundCloud and don't know, hey, if you're just giving it away, you know, or, you know, a lot, a lot of guys don't be knowing, you know what I mean? So I think I think that is a horrific problem. And, you know, I, I think a lot of guys need to start really studying what to do, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's the music scene like in Indianapolis? Man? Uh, it, it's changing, you know. Uh, it's, 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 it's getting there and, uh, you know, not because I'm from there, but I really believe we are that next market on a national playing field we don't have a national hip-hop artist you know there's been r&b guys there's been actors excuse me there's been comedians things like that but when it comes to hip-hop national artists we don't have one because you know it's a a lot of guys are so street oriented they don't really care about that you know but things are changing you know uh there, there, there's a lot of great artists, you know what I mean, that are coming up out of Andy. It's, it's a lot of guys. It's a, like myself, uh, Tony Cleveland, uh, Chris Lacey, uh, Tragic, Chaos, uh, even an MMYP. It's, it's just a lot of guys, you know, that's really coming with high quality music. And I'm, and I'm working with all the guys too, though. So, you know, like I said, I'm kicking the door in and we're getting ready to come in because not only are we a diverse market, but we, we're, we're totally different in everywhere that I've been. So I think uh, the message in our music, the, the 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 choice of beats that we use, we we got our own style, you know. So I I, I think uh, 
you know, it's, it's definitely changing. A lot of guys are getting a little bit more serious. You know, a lot of guys are starting to invest in themselves and do what it takes to really get out here on the national level. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. This is this is the best time that it ever been for for our city locally. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, so you just work with Zaytoven. Is that right? Yeah, I did. Uh, shout out to Zay. I've seen uh, Zay. He was over at uh, my partner, uh, Corey Mo, at, over at Corey Mo studio. Uh, uh, that's the homie too, and um, he came over, and I had, uh, you know, he asked, you know, I was like, yo, I was like, damn, Zay in here, let me let me get something, you know. So he gave me a chance to, you know, run through and, and pick out something. And the, the track that I got from him is uh totally different than what you would expect from him, but you know, I got, I got he hooked me up with some heat. But my main my main production I work with is Honorable Court with Honorable C Note. Okay. And, uh, M80, you know, uh, Tony, Darrell, you know what I mean? The Honorable Court camp. They're my brothers. That's my family over there. So my whole project is Honorable Court. Really? You know, I got one with Corey Moe on there. And I got a couple things with Corey Moe, too. Legendary UGK producer mm -hmm. from Houston. That's, that's my homie. So that's like my brother. So if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. You know, I, I got a top-notch production all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. You working on a new project right now? Uh, yeah, I am. I got that. A product of the streets is out right now on all platforms. Okay. And uh, I'm working on an album I'm going to drop here at the Falls called Son of a Sting. And uh, I've been working on that for quite some time. So I'm like kind of taking some of the best things out of my catalog and putting it together for the, that record. I got a couple of fillers in between. I'm going to drop uh, here in the spring and in the summer, I'm going to drop something too. But uh, that, that, that's, that's the main album that I'm working on that I'm getting ready to rock, you know, rock with next. Okay. The other two already got done. Yeah. And so I'm going to just roll them out just to feed the fans, build my fan base, you know, get some momentum. But as Son of a Sting is what I'm trying to do as to contribute to hip hop history to where somebody can listen to and be like, hey, this is a classic album from start to finish. Yeah. Which product of the streets is one, too, though. <laughs> but, you know, that that definitely I'm really excited to see what the world think about that. Yeah. Is there a single that you're pushing right now or plan to drop soon? <clears throat> uh, I got a product of the streets. Uh, that's uh, the title track of, the, of okay. the record. I got that with uh, Killer Calion. It was produced by uh, Corey Moe. We got um, production with Boomtown. Uh, we did it high quality. You know, we did it in uh, Houston. It, uh, it's great. You know, it's actually running right now. Shout out Doc, uh, DJ Michael Watts. He's helping with uh, getting the, the spins out there in that south, southwest region. So the record's really doing great, and it's, it's just getting bigger and better every day. Yeah. Yep. So you work with uh, Boozy also, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's up with Boozy? It's, uh, it's uh, you know, some people from the Korea, a guy from the Korea that signed over there to him. And uh, I was able to link up with him through him and went over to the Korea. We knocked, we got a banger too. That's actually on that Product of the Streets mm -hmm. album as well. It's called uh, With The Shits. It was a dope album yeah. uh, produced by M80 and Honorable C-Note. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a banger too. Yeah. And you mentioned you still got the management company, right? Correct, uh, Profitable Management, correct. Okay. So what do you look for out of an artist before you want to manage them? Individuality. You gotta be yourself. If I look at you and you remind me of something else, eh, you know, I, I just have a problem with that. You know, I like people to like being themselves and accepting their own flaws. You know, uh, I don't 
you know, it, like even with yourself, the world don't need two of you. You already got one, you know. If that was the case, you'd have an identical twin, right? <laughs> so, you know, I, I like guys that are individual, individuals, and I like guys that are passionate about them and what they do. You know, I like the, I like for people to be authentic and true to themselves. You know, I don't want you to be a good rapper, but you want to act like a dope boy because you think that's the lane you need to be in. If you ain't never sold dope, you shouldn't be writing about that, you know, or if you, you know, you make songs is strictly for about dancing. You like to dance, bro. Don't come here and be all tough and, you know, act like something you're not. I want you to be 100 percent you and then it'll show through the art. And then that gave me an opportunity to really market you and put you in a space that's built just for you. You know, I can't polish a turd, you know what I mean? So the better you are, the better, the better you are yourself, the better I can do when it comes to the marketing and soliciting your brand. Mm -hmm. that, that's the main thing I look for, because even if you ain't jamming, I can get you jamming. I, I can write your raps. You know, <laughs> I'll get you together, you know. You know, if you can't pick out a beat, see me and see the Cino, we'll get you together. I can get you, I can get you jamming. But, you know, you got to be, you know, unique. You got to be yourself. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what I look for. Are you managing any artists right now? Yeah, uh, we work in a, it's a group of us, uh, all under umbrella. And even right now with even the management, it's more of, it's, it's more just giving great game and a consultant for the artists. You okay. know, like something I said earlier, like uh, working with Tony Cleveland, Tragic, uh, Chaos from MRC, uh, MMYP, uh, Chris Lacey. Uh, I even got my son, Wayne Wayne, and we're getting ready to start working on his project. Uh, the, uh, let me see. Uh, it's a couple of, I don't want to leave nobody out, but I know we're about like 10, 15 deep right now on the roster, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that, that it's all moving and everybody, you know, shaking and moving and, you know, we, we setting up the assembly line so we can go from, hey, it's your turn, you out. Hey, it's your turn, <laughs> you out, you know, so it, it, it's a few of us. Yeah. But those those I named them the main ones that I'm I'm focusing on right now. Yeah. Yep. And how do you balance all this? You got your hands in so many different things. Huh? Uh, it's a lifestyle, not an event. You know what I'm talking about? You got you got to be in you, not on you, man. You know, you can't buy it and you can't rent it. You know, you got some people that just good at what they do. Some good, some some guys can dribble and run while they dribble. I'm not that guy. You know, this is what I do. You know, yeah. and uh, I'm very passionate about being diverse and having balance, you know, and it's just really time management is the key to success. The stronger you're on your time management, you'd be surprised on what you can do. You know, you can hit the gym in the day, you can go to work, you can spend family time, you can catch up on some reading, you can drive in a car, whatever you like to do, you can do it if you if your time management is right. So with a plan and good time management, you, you can really do a lot, lot more than, you know, just the average guy, you know, but, you know, it comes with a plan and it, it comes with being ambitious about achieving your goals. Real set. Yeah, but you, you, you can you can do a lot. Yeah, just you gotta manage your time out. Yeah. Well, anything else you're working on, man? I know you got a full play, but uh, <laughs> is there anything else we didn't touch on yet? Uh anything that I'm working on, what you mean? Like business or music? Any, either. Uh right now, uh I got a property in Meridian Hills I'm trying to finish. Uh, they just got the floors in. I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, <laughs> trying to finish that. Um, you know, just really right now, it's just the real estate, the music, and trying to be the best dad I could possibly be. You know, that, that's where I'm at right now. 
you know, you know business and family and, and, and keeping that balance. But that's just what I'm working on. Trying to be the, trying to be great. That's yeah. what I'm working on. Trying to be better than what I was yesterday. Yeah. Yep. Any shout outs before we wrap it up? Uh, I, I like to give a shout out to the world. You know, everybody. Uh, shout out to anybody that's being positive. Everybody that got their freedom. Uh, and I definitely want to shout out 46218. Uh, that's where I'm from. That's my area. You know, there's a lot of people dead and gone. And uh, when you see me, you see them. Yep. I'm from where washing dishes, throwing away the paper plates. Leftovers, we've been eating spaghetti eight days. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.